Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now, onto the game reviews. Titans v the Cowboys. Wow. They're, I think they're the real deal. I think Cowboys are the real deal. And why I say they're the real deal is tell me the other types of teams that lose their key players, then go out, and, and you could make an argument that wouldn't have won by that much with their key players. There's only two teams that do that it's the Storm, it's the Panthers. Cowboys come out, they looked just as good, if not better at stages, than without their origin players. They are outstanding. Cowboys fans, get excited. You're building something special out there. I, I am so confident they're going to go on to be a finals footy side, at least for the next couple of years, that I will be shocked if they go on to fall out of the eight this year or next year or the following year after that. What do you think about this game, Guruno? The thing that stood out for me with the Cowboys was that the weeks before that, they went Cowboys-Penrith. Most teams after those two games, the wheels fucking fall off. They're exhausted, especially that so game. Cowboys-Penrith, Pen- sorry? Sorry, sorry, they went Melbourne-Penrith. Melbourne-Penrith. Melbourne-Penrith, so... Normally, when you played those those two sides, like you, you can see teams that have played those teams for three and four weeks after that. Uh, the Cowboys, to get done by Penrith 22-0 when they did so much work the week before. Like, they would have been exhausted from that game. And the Titans, as per usual, the Titans came out of the gates well. Their first 20 minutes was good. They had the Cowboys on the back foot. And then North Queensland... They just got their opportunity and they just made them pay for it. Yep. Uh, I agree. I think they are the real deal, mate. I, I'm, I'm very high on the Cowboys now, which is crazy. Um, I thought Drinkwater, he was sensational in this game. Oh, he was just everywhere. Um, you know. Three try assists. Three line break assists. Yeah, and he, he, he broke a heap of tackles. So his kick returns were really good from Drinky too. Um, and that, that kick that he put in for Hammer to score... Fuck, that was a smart and just a great touch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, the, some of the stuff that Drinky does, like you, you mentioned a few weeks ago, that pass that he threw to Cole. Oh, Hill. fuck me. Some of the shit that he makes look standard and easy is just unbelievable. Mm. I love watching Drinky play. Yep. What do you what do you think about this game, uh, Timmy? Yeah, they just... The Cowboys are ticking a new box every week, aren't mm. they? And you've already touched on it, but this week it was depth. 
yep. you know, to go deep uh, in a NRL season, you've got to have depth. Injuries are one thing, but to have depth to come in and cover them and showing they can do it. Well, they did that on the weekend, didn't they, with a stack out due to origin duty. So uh, it was a similar but different to Brisbane winning without Reynolds the other week where we thought, you know, Reynolds goes down and the Broncos going to still off a march, and mm. they did. It just As a Broncos fan, you must be going very reassuring. Cowboys fans going, oh, without our origin contingent, we can still do it and win well against mm. a team who, what, didn't have any... <coughs> had one, Tino was their only Queensland call-up yep. for feeder out, but, you know, a semi-full-strength sort of team there. And a team desperate. Yeah, and desperate, desperate and they've just win. pumped them. So Cowboys would just be like, yeah, we, no. we're, we're the real deal. We're the real deal. Oh, so, I mean, they're just there's something special up there. And the good thing, the really good thing about the way they're playing too is like, they're not really like birthing these superstars across the board where they're going to be super worried about million-dollar offers coming in. You know, like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're just a really fucking good side. So I can see them being able to stay together. Like, when you look at this side, is there anyone that is going to break their cap? Now, I understand Valentine Holmes is on a decent whack, but that was done before, you know, mm. before the new regime. And also, I don't think, you know, anyone is expecting he's going to stay on that amount. Um but outside of that, is there anyone really there that you're going to go, you know, maybe Tamalolo outside of – it's a very balanced roster. I also think, like, when you're talking on that aspect, whether it's fair or not, the Cowboys, to some extent, with media and everything, they're sort of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, for sure. They just sort of go about their work up there. You never – mate, like, because we, we obviously play a lot of super coach. If a player from the Cowboys gets injured – you got no idea when they're returning it was because yeah. you hear nothing out of it's North crazy. Queensland. Yeah. And it, it, for the spot they're in now when they're building this young squad of guys coming through, perfect situation for them. And they you know, they've already got Leilua walking in there next year. We've spoken about that. Like it's gonna be fucking so good. Mate. And what's crazy is like Nanai gets selected in origin. If you told me Lukey was the guy this year that come out and did what Nanai did, I would have said, yeah, I can see that. I was telling you that this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we were massively high on Lukey. We thought, you know, and he, it, the crazy thing is every opportunity he's gotten this year, he's been outstanding for the Cowboys. It's just that Nanai has been so good. Like, to think that you can bring a Lukey on when Nanai goes, and Lukey is what? 20 years old, 21 years old, mm. big rangy back rower. The try he scored where he reached out, like that's not easy. That's not easy at all. Uh, that was and- going to be my controversial take for the show. So I'm glad you said it to okay. me. I feel less, a little bit less bad about it. This is big, but I would have gone Lukey over Nanai on the bench. Really? I, I think Lukey is that good. Yeah. And this I can is, see that. This isn't just because he scored another great try on the weekend, but like I thought it before it. Just with more experience under his belt, he's um, probably a little bit more solidified as an NRL player. And Massive motor for a big Massive fella. motor. Like, he... I mean, Luke is the same. They're, they're, they're similar in that they're these powerful, like, dynamic forwards that just suit the modern game, but... Mm. I just have such a high opinion on Lukey and I would have very narrowly, to no fault of Nanai's, gone mm. Lukey ahead of him on the bench. Yeah, well. Is he a Queenslander, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. sure. So so do you think each week Nanai starting over Lukey is the wrong call? Not yeah. so much that because I think they've got a perfect dynamic there okay. where, where like Lukey comes on and plays 50-55 off the bench yeah. um, and he's such an X-factor like a Madison will do at Parramatta and we've said it before, but these gun forwards don't have to start to be... They Times have changed. Being on yeah. the bench doesn't mean no, you're less than. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, Heel and Lukey, he's just Oof. in the quality of his work. He's 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 a big rangy back rower. He he 
He has a great attitude. Like I remember when he first scored his first try, he was like nearly in tears. Mm. Like that's how much it meant to him. I think they've got a real keeper there. And to think that their rotation at the back next year is going to be Nanai, Lukey, and Leilua. Jeez. It's, you could argue it's the best rotation back row in the comp. And that's – got to pick which one plays 13 out of Lolo be, and Luke. Connor. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. under, like the yeah. pack is stacked. It's stacked. McLean is easily playing the best since he got there. It, it shows you how much coaching matters. Like McLean and, – and it's no dis- disrespect to McLean, but when he went from the Storm to Cowboys, he was prime front rower, like – he was a kangaroo's front row. I, like, literally one of the best front rowers in the competition. He gets to the Cowboys, and for whatever reason, maybe there was personal stuff going on, whatever, but he just never seemed to have that same impact. Mm. Ever since Peyton's come in, I think McLean's been outstanding. Outstanding. He, he, he gets through all the tough – like, every single tough carry you see, it's usually McLean. Like, every time you see, oh, fuck, this is one of the tougher carries, McLean's lining up to take it. I think he's been outstanding. Townsend, for me – I, I, I love this arc for Townsend. I love that he went away and went to a different club to prove what a good footballer he is. Because if he stays at the Sharks and he doesn't go on, you know, there would always be this kind of like, oh, yeah, he won one premiership or whatever. But he has gone to the Cowboys and totally reinvigorated that side. He's been outstanding. Kicking game was great. Talungi, fuck me, he's good. Um, <laughs> you know, Tamalolo, he looks like he's enjoying himself. He looks super energetic. He... he he looks injury free. I just, I'm such a fan of what Peyton has done up there. Is it, I just, me, is it just me, or has Tamalolo's ball playing gone to like a new level in the yep. last, like even weeks, let alone months? I was watching the game on the weekend, going Tamalolo, who's another power forward, more about his meters than anything else. Never been a, a big ball player, although he's had it in him. Yeah, I think his ball playing has come on leaps and bounds. Yeah, and I, I think Peyton would have d- absolutely said, mm-hmm. "Mate, you need to add this to your game." Yeah, and that's the sort of player Todd Payton was too. You go back, like he was he was at Canberra, he then went to the Chooks and he was sort of done and dusted. And I think it was Matt, Matty John said it during the week, like he was going to go to England and Tim Sheen said, no, nah, no, nah, give me a big ball player. Yeah. I can do something with him. He was part of that 05 Tigers yeah. team yeah. that won that comp, obviously. I think he actually scored the last try in the grand final. I think what you just said before about if Chad never left Cronulla, it's bizarre. Like when you think about premiership winning sides, like I reckon the Sharks of 16... And the Broncos of 06, they're the only teams that when you talk about them, you don't talk about the halfback. Mm. Yep. Every sure. other premiership, yeah. you talk about the seven. the seven. Whereas it's always Maloney being talked about. It's always the Maloney they talk about. You never hear Shane Perry or Chad Townsend spoken about yep. in that sort of way. And now Townsend, he's loved by New, uh, North Queensland now. So, And I love that for Chatty because he's one of the best blokes in, in NRL. He's such a legend of a bloke. Um, now, quick question. Last week we said if Tedesco was injured, we felt that... Dylan Edwards would probably be next up for fullback when it comes to Origin. How far away do you think Scott Drinkwater is from Origin? And I know I'm not saying that he is close. I'm not saying he – what I'm saying is, is he slowly pushing his way into at least the conversation if Teddy isn't there? I think he's in the conversation. I think right now, is like whilst Latrell and Turbo are out, he's more in that conversation, obviously. If you put all those guys in, I don't think he's in yeah. top five or six. But I think as it stands right now for game one, if Teddy was to be injured, I would go Dill Edwards. If Edwards was to be injured, I would probably look at Drinky. Yeah. So he's there and thereabouts. Yeah. What about yourself, Timmy? Perhaps same as uh, Guru there. Probably yeah, vaguely in the conversation just for this one game because of Latrell and Turbo out. Uh, but, I mean, then you 
talk about Nico. Would you throw Nico in there despite playing halfback? Mm. Um, I love Nico at seven so fucking much. Yeah. Like I'm such a fan of him at seven that I'm almost like, mate, just stay there. Fuck, you're so good. Uh, the drinky one is just interesting because I kind of feel like he's putting up some pretty amazing numbers and doing some pretty amazing things that if he was doing this at a Sydney club, what would we be talking about? Yeah. Oh, I think that's the big thing. You know what they I mean? are out of sight. They're out of yeah. mind. They're just... Like, you know, if he... Let's say he was at the Roosters. No, we'll just... The Rabbitohs. And we hadn't heard of Drinkwater before or his pedigree. And he, ha- he had the same year that he's had this year with like a bunch of tri-assists, silkies, anything. I think because he's up North Queensland, uh, out of sight, out of mind, that he doth, he often... I mean, put it this way. A few weeks ago, we didn't even know whether he was a fucking Queensland or New South Welshman. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that he's proven... He's proven that he's way beyond that, you know, not even knowing where he's... I think he's proven that he's like, as I said, if if there were a couple of injuries, you know, maybe he does get tossed up in the conversation. Mate, it's always been the way with the Cowboys, though. Like, if Jonathan Thurston... Like, I remember before JT went up there, do you remember that they went on that run in the 04 Yeah, semis or something? Prelim they they, they went all the way to the prelim. They lost to the Roosters. And there was all these guys that were playing unbelievable footy. Your Ty Williams, your Matty Sings. And mate, people in Sydney were learning their names yeah. in the prelim. Mm. Like if it wasn't for Thurston going up there and, and like making the Cowboys as popular as they are, like I still think they are underappreciated a little bit. Yeah. Because they are just so far away and you don't hear all that much media out of them. Yeah. No, I, I'm just such a fan of Scotty Drinkwater and I, I think again, he's the perfect fullback. It's similar to the Dylan Edwards, not the way they play, but you can build a fantastic spine around him because he's not going to demand a million dollars. But I tell you what, some games he puts out the numbers similar to the tippity top of our fullbacks. Mm. If you're Wayne, wouldn't you be filthy that uh, Hammer got injured a few weeks ago? Like, if oh. Drinky was just sitting there in jersey, like he wasn't even 14, he was 18. Like, yeah. he wasn't even in the team. That would have been perfect for them to get. I'd be interested to see. Like, I think Scotty, Scotty Drinkwater really likes like the, the living style of Townsville, mm. being a Central Coast boy. <laughs> so I'm not sure if he likes the hustle and bustle of Brisbane. But I tell you what, if I'm Wayne, I am absolutely on that blower. Because put it this way, let's say Scotty keeps playing like this and you have to pay 500 for him. Would you pay this Scotty Drinkwater 500 or would you pay Reese Walsh 800? Yeah, Scotty. You know what I mean? And so all of a sudden you go, fuck, that's a, like a bang for buck, high, high quality fullback. Um, so yeah, massive raps on Scotty. I think... Uh, I think as this Cowboys team becomes more like an entrenched top four side or top six side or whatever, I think a lot of them will start to get their flowers. Like, Helam Lukey, if he was coming up through any of the Sydney teams, people would be going, fuck, look at yeah. this fucking yeah. young gun. Uh, so, look, great stuff for the Cowboys. Be excited, Cowboys fans. Enjoy it. You've earned it. They've, and they've done it with a team of players. Like, they didn't really have to – I know they went out and bought Townsend, but – they didn't go out and go on this massive overhaul of their roster. They've done it with a lot of, you know, uh, Lukey's from there. Um, you know, a lot of players that came through their system. But as much as they went out and brought Chad, there's a number of other clubs that could have got Chad that would have gone, no, no thanks. Oh, for sure. For sure. Whereas, you know, Todd and Peyton specifically said, I want Townsend over Reynolds because I didn't want to, because Reynolds was going to take a little bit longer. So he chose Townsend. Mm. So great stuff for the, the Cowboys now to the Titans. We thought it was going to be tough. We thought that experience was going to be their big issue, but I don't think any of us thought that it would be this tough. I don't think any of us thought that they'd be in this situation where you're starting to look over your shoulder a bit. You're starting to go, because right now they are currently sitting second last. 
second last on the table. And if they lose, let's say they lost next week, doggies get a win, they would be equal last. So, I mean, doggies are on four points. Titans are on six points by themselves. And then the other Warriors, Tigers are on eight points. What do we do with the Titans here? Mate, I, I look at the ladder there and I just go, I haven't seen the New Zealand Warriors play a good game of footy in two months. Yeah. And they're still on top of the Titans somehow. Jeez. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Knights Fisto. are on top of the Titans, you know? Raiders Mate, are... the three teams on top of them. Like, mm. Warriors, Tigers... Like, Tigers didn't win a game in the first five weeks. They gave them a five-week head start. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, they, it hasn't been ideal for them. Like, Jaden Campbell, you know, he was in, he, he got an injury. Then, then he was in reserve grade and Fafita's missed footy and... But, like, they should just be better than what they are. And they're showing glimpses that they're better than what they put out for 80 minutes. The first 20, like, I, I feel sorry for Brimo. Like, he rips and tears yeah. constantly. And it, I don't know. And I can tell by your notes, you thought the exact same thing I did. Sexton kicked out on the full and you went, okay, House of Cards is about to fall down yeah. now. Yeah. And then the Cowboys just went bang, bang, bang. And they just can't hang in a contest. Oh, they kick it out on the full. Lukey scores. Then a psycho on a kick return is carrying the ball like that. Oh, I, I just a psycho was such an interesting case study because fuck me, he can do some great things, some incredible things. But then he comes up with like a play like that, and I wonder if, if you're the Titans and you're selecting this side because you already got so much inexperience around the ruck. That's the last thing you need from your your experienced players. Do you think that? They need to start focusing more on playing players that have less errors and are a bit more grindy and less flashy, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Like, I just think considering how much you're giving away in your halves, how much experience and stuff you're giving away, and like they are going to have to learn hard lessons as they go, I probably think you do need to pick more consistent guys. But mate, if it's not Osaka, who do they go to? It's Marshu who's he's not... Well, I mean, at least he's running for bloody 210 tackle breaks. Yeah. Corey Thompson... Well, Corey Thompson's already in the side, though. He's on the wing. So, you got, at the moment, they had Corey Thompson, Brian Kelly, Patrick Herbert, and then Isako as the last one. Sammy, Sammy what's Sammy's he doing? Back, Sammy's uh, due back yeah. this week. Okay, so he'll probably come back in. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's really, really tough. I, I just now Jaden Campbell's gone. I know. So, does Isako now become the fullback? I think he will. because So, you look at, you look at building continuity in between these key combinations and spine combinations... Well, now you go. Campbell's gone. Um, it's a pretty bad hammy injury, isn't it? Like, yeah. Look, well, if you're limping from a hammy, yeah. minimum three to four weeks, yeah, in so my opinion. It could be a while there. They then it looks as though probably Jermaine Asako goes to fullback. Who, as I said, I, I don't mind him as a winger. I don't think he's a fullback at all. So you've got new spine combinations trying to come together. So you're like, all right, how does this get better? Um, I don't know if it does. Or do you move? So that's the other thing. Like, if you if you were to move Brimo to fullback, Will Smith just they got just released Will gone. Smith. So it's Tanner Boyd or no one. So do you want to? I don't know. They've they've put themselves in a really shit position, and I understand they've had injuries, but it's the NRL. This was always going to happen at some point. I just and I apologise, Titan fans. I just don't understand the Fogarty situation. <laughs> like I just don't get it. Like Fogarty didn't even play that well for Canberra yesterday, but you could just tell having him on the field. He was looked important. good. He, he didn't looked, play yeah, well. He, he didn't play good. well, but he looks good. He just yeah. makes the right decisions. What, what, I just in not the Fogarty situation. What just just blows my mind and there must be more to it. They're, I cannot for the life of me see how there can't be more to it. But like what I didn't get with the Titans is you just went through this same problem. You put all your eggs in one basket with Ash Taylor and it crippled the club for years. It crippled his game. Like he never reached his heights. The club was constantly not knowing what to do with him. And then 
the first opportunity you get to keep an older halfback and be patient with the young guy, you go, nah, we're going with Sexton. He's our guy. Like, you probably come out and say, Sexton's playing seven next year after you just re-signed Fogarty. So there must be more behind the scenes that happen. But I kind of... Unfortunately, I, you can't feel sorry for the Titans because they've put themselves in this they position. You know, yeah. like they, they had Fogarty right there, ready to play. You know, again, unless there is much more to the story that we don't know about, but they had Fogarty there. They, they came out openly and said, Sexton will be our seven. And ever since then, it's, you know, Sexton, unfortunately, he comes out, he plays a good half of footy. I don't know what happens in that 10 minutes. And then it's like his confidence just, just evaporates. Yeah. You know, he just... And it's like, mate, for the first 20, you were in, he's got the most repeat sets just about to say, of yeah. any seven in the competition. Wow. The most repeat sets. So that's how talented this kid is. That's what he can do. Mm. So it's not, it's not a lack of talent. Like, this guy is fucking great footy player. He just gets to a period in the game where, I, I don't know, is it confidence? I'm not sure what it is. You know what I mean? Like, usually a player, if something goes wrong... You know they'll be like, okay, a bit down for a set or two, but then they'll come back and they'll be confident and they'll they'll do what they need to do. But with Toby, like he comes out guns blazing and kills it. He's, he's dominant. His kicking game is pinpoint. Something goes wrong and it just doesn't. He has the most forced dropouts and he's on twenty. And the next best is thirteen. Holy shit! You know how good that is for a seven. <laughs> yeah. Twenty repeat sets. Twenty repeat sets. Like so, you're doing your job and a half. Think about who he's up against too. Guys like Nathan Cleary. Guys like Adam Reynolds. And think about his team too. They normally call it a day after the 30th minute. He, I reckon he would have 70% of those in the first 20 minutes of games. It's just, you know, he, he absolutely is the guy long term. There's no denying that. But God, I think he could use a guy just over his shoulder. And look, to cre- credit where credit's due, Titans have signed for him. Yeah. I think for him on the weekend. Might be a hot take. I kind of like him at seven. I kind of like him at seven at Manly. At Manly, yeah. <laughs> That's my worry. I'm Mate, if he can do that at Manly, it's going to be much better for Titans. Like him yeah, yeah. Like him at that level at Manly to the Titans, he's going to be fucking – I think he's going to be perfect for the Titans. I think, I think yeah. great signing by the Titans. The other thing that makes it impressive is that, you know, he's leading the comp as a halfback. His 5'8 doesn't have a kicking game. His hooker doesn't have a kicking game either. So you know who the oh. kick's coming through. Yeah, yeah. Where do you think the Titans go to, Timmy? From here. I don't know. Uh, so I just I look at their roster more and more, and I'm, you try and make excuses for them and think, oh, wait, where can they improve? And we thought that maybe with more games under their belt, the Campbell and Sexton and Brimson, they could start to produce something. But I'm just starting to think the rosters it's just not there. I just don't think they've got the quality to match up. Like it's you know there are individuals there who are very good players, but they're one to thirteen. It just doesn't look very good next to nearly every other club in the NRL. Does and, it? And that's. My concern is this. At the start of the year, we said stay the course. That's well, you know, in my opinion, it was like there's going to be tough times ahead because you've got such a young spine, you've got such a young captain. But my concern now is maybe their roster isn't as good as we thought it was at the start of the year. And so you don't want to stay the course with the wrong group of men. What I will say for sure, though, is I, I absolutely believe Sexton is a high-quality seven. He just needs a bit of confidence and needs a bit of time. I think Brimo is a high-quality six for sure. He's been probably their best player all year. It's just, you know, maybe around their forward pack, it's a bit, maybe a bit light-ish. You know, I know Fafita's been injured. Tino, I think Tino has had a good year. I know he has an error here or there, but I think he's had a good year. Um, 
you know, are they getting enough output out of some of their other forwards maybe? Is it their outside backs letting them down, do you think? Do they need to go into the market? See, I think Herbert... The outside backs are great. Yeah, like know. Herbert and um, Sammy, like, they're gone. Like yeah, this on is their Corey day. Thompson. Like Corey the, Thompson as well. Got some of the best value outside backs. And Kelly, Kelly is great. The only problem with like a Kelly is that he just sometimes has a few errors in his game that just get out, if he gets that out of his game. Because like I thought him versus... Uh, was it Katoni? Mm. I thought he went pretty well, Kelly. Um, he stands up against everyone, yeah. Kelly. But he like yeah. very aggressive. He took the strength. So I wish they had a a nine there that could just. This isn't a knock on Aaron Clark because he's a solid enough NRL player. But the fact that they've got a young Toby Sexton in the halves, a Brimson who is you know I think he's probably more of a fullback than he is a five eight, uh, and then they've got Jaden Campbell. It's a very young, inexperienced spine blokes, sort of half half playing out of position. You then throw Clark in there. I know it's very easy to say this in a perfect world, but I just wish they had an organiser there who could help out a bit more with the kicking game, a bit more with the direction, and just take pressure off the halves. It would make everyone's yeah. life so much easier. Well, I, I um, recall Penrith Panthers. One of the biggest changes that happened that when they went on this crazy run was Nathan Cleary was struggling. Like everyone was against Ivan Cleary, Nathan Cleary, getting peppered in the media. He's not going to be this. He's not going to be that. They brought Apicoros out of the team, mm. and it just changed Cleary's life like he was a different player he was way more relaxed he didn't have to worry about the nine role um, and it's also like part of the reason for many years Penrith just never had a you know a, a high quality nine and so I totally agree with you I think that you know Aaron Clark very serviceable I think he's he would be actually really good as a 14 because he's a fucking yeah. tough ball runner he's very energetic um, but a, a silky nine in there I think would take a lot of pressure off and whilst he isn't the guy that you're both talking about they also released Mitch Rain. Mm. He would have just been another experienced head to at least have. I didn't. Know, I never understood that release. I like never why? understood that. Like lease. he's not. You're not he's paying solid. much money. He's going to do a job there. He's. I, I think they would be a better side with, with Mitch Rain at For nine sure. and Aaron Clark off the bench. Personally, they've taken Tanner Boy, who was an Australian schoolboy's halfback a couple of years ago, with Fafita next to him at school origin, international level. And they've turned him into a hooker. And like Tanner Boyd was the next big thing. He, yeah. he like was the thing. That like. Everyone was talking about this guy's the next Lockie. He's this next. Like his hype was massive. At the, he was at the Broncos, got a deal with the Titans, went down there. Um, and just he just hasn't seemed to kick on, unfortunately. Well, Do you think trying to force him to play nine? The concern I have with that is like you're changing his body shape and and you're putting him through miles mileage that may be unnecessary and he may not be able to recover from. Whereas, like, if you're a half, you're not having to do fucking 40, 50 tackles a game. And so I worried, like, maybe the Titans made the, wrong, made the wrong call there and they should have been developing him purely as a seven, put him in reserve grade, keep him in reserve grade until he's ready as a seven, maybe. I don't know. Does he come back? Do they give him a shot in the halves now with Campbell out and put Brimson to fullback? Well, they just, they've, they've been very anti Hannah Boyd yeah. in the seven. Like, they just have not looked at all like Honestly, doing it. if you go and watch every highlight of Fafita coming through, Tanner Boyd is the one giving him the ball mm-hmm. every single time. Like, I know it's in juniors, I know, but, I mean, they're constantly trying to put Fafita into good spots. You know who did it for a long time yeah. as a yeah. teenager? Tanner Boyd. Started six games for them last year in the halves. Yeah. So. How'd they go, win or lose? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find out. But that is on the job. Like, is this is the Titans a good example of why the Broncos aren't going to pay a front row a million dollars because they've got their two biggest money earners are a second row and a front rower. Yeah, it's look, it's a really interesting one because yeah. I got a call on the captain's run, which is uh, 
this week, guys. Origin review with Cameron Smith from 9 to 12 live or we'll be dropping at 12.15 on Spotify and Apple and at 3 o'clock on YouTube. Make sure to be there, guys. It's going to be a massive episode. We'll get three hours with the assistant coach of Queensland less than 24 hours after Origin. I don't think it's ever been done before. He started six games last year at 5-8 and he won three of six. That's Give him a start. Um, so with the Titans, a, a bloke called in. I forgot his name. Apologies, mate. Yeah, I think he was a Doggies fan. But he was kind of saying, like, you know, we discussed the fact that, you know, Selwyn Cobbo, there may be clubs out there that... Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like, what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Are having discussions about him being worth a million dollars. Not that they would do it but I'm sure the doggies, the tigers or whatever would at least be around the recruitment table going, do we offer him fucking 900 a million dollars? Um, anyway, and then he brought up the point of like, why would you offer Selwyn a million dollars when Payne Hassey is doing shit we've never seen before? It's a proven track record. He's played in NRL for three or four years. Yeah, now you know he's going to be good. And I just think that the, the point that I was trying to make with, with uh, front row is like, it doesn't matter how good you are. It just – you cannot have enough sway on a game in the front row to justify the million dollars. Yep. And I think Fafita is a really good example of that. Like, he has changed a bunch of games for the Titans. Like, last year, they were down and out so many times. And Fafita would just go, boom, give me the ball. Like, even against the Broncos, there was a period where it was, like, grindy. This year alone, Fafita took a scoot from, from Hooker and just scored a try. Like, people don't understand how hard that is to do. And so, yeah, I, I do think now the context around the signing, we've all been over that, you know, it was about to bring people to the club. But I think that any club, you'd be crazy to pay a million dollars for a forward. Um, I just don't think it, it's going to balance your cap out. Yeah. I also look at that Titan side on the weekend. I mean, they were without Tino. They were without Fafita. They're two best forwards. They had Mo Fodawaka who returned from injury. Henley played 35 minutes. They picked a bench of Tanner Boyd, Jermaine Jolliffe, Eastman Masters and Sam Lasani. Master started. Did he end up starting, yeah. did he? Okay, yeah. right. They're a bit so funky who, with that in NRL.com, the way they do that, yeah. But then Patrick Herbert was on the interchange. Right, so same thing. Same shit, yeah, different same. smell. Herbert was on the interchange? Yeah. So he wasn't starting? No. Yeah, he played 21 minutes off the bench. So despite missing their two big money forwards and Mo Fodawake coming back from injury, who played a grand total of 35 minutes, they decided, I'm going to carry a centre on the bench and Tanner Boyd. I mean, maybe <laughs> they've already got Bo Fermor who can cover in the centers. Like, yeah. I just, I don't. It just so much shit they do just doesn't make sense to me. But like Herbert, yeah, he has had some quiet games, but has he been playing poorly enough to be dropped in that side? Especially after watching that that Simbin that Isa Masters gave away. I don't think I would have picked him this week. I would have said that was a tough Simbin. Uh, yeah. So look, Titans. I'm not. I'm not sure. I will say. When it comes to Sexton, they just got to get around him. They yep. desperately, the, the admin, the coaching staff, they got to really keep it tight with Sexton and keep his confidence up. Let him know, mate, you are our guy. You are our guy. You've got nothing to worry about. We just need you working hard. It'll come good. 
And I think credit to them. I think they have. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the one thing I've got to say, 100%. I think they have got around Sexton. Um, they play <coughs> the Sharkies this week. That one's in Coffs Harbour. So that's not going to be... Nico Hines will obviously walk back into that side, so that'll be tough for them. Then, the, then they play Newcastle into the bye, so Newcastle and Newcastle. So, Hang on, they play South this week. Sorry, South Cronulla, Newcastle, yeah. Mate, it's a tough... The, the, the Tynes are in a, uh, a very, very tough spot right now. Very Just Saturday, 3pm against the Rabbitohs. I don't know if you want to give the Rabbitohs Cody Walker a dry track on the Gold Coast. Yeah, and he, he loves the Gold Coast because he's from... Yeah. Like, he, you know, he's got a lot of family that's about an hour and a half away, two hours. Uh, so hopefully Titans can turn it around. Uh, they've just got to... Just got to find a way to jag a few wins. Would you say their season's pretty much done? Oh, I think so. Sad, man. That sucks. That sucks. It's just... Yeah. From the Titans, I guess I would look to the Broncos and be like, look, we can be that side, boys. Like, they stuck strong with that core group of forwards and look at the dividends it's paying now. So hopefully the Broncos can... Uh, sorry, the Titans can do that. If the Titans were playing Canterbury this weekend, who would you tip? Titans. Titans. I still have faith yeah? in them. Because they play so fucking good for periods of the game. <laughs> they play so good. Like, 20 minutes of the game, they are almost unstoppable. I'm going Titans. I'm not as confident. Um, 